Thank you for joining Americans for Democratic Actions podcast, Lighting the Darkness. I'm Don Kustler, ADA National Director. Prepare to light the flame. Good evening, everyone. Uh, welcome to uh, this week's uh, fireside chat uh, with Americans for Democratic Action and myself, uh, Blackhawk County Supervisor uh, Chris Schwartz. Uh, tonight's topic is a really heavy subject. Um, we're going to talk about racism. Uh, racism is the original sin in America. It is a sin that includes slavery, includes Jim Crow and segregation, genocide of the Native Americans, internment camps, immigration raids, children in cages, mass incarceration, the war on drugs, redlining, racial profiling, sundown cities, separate but not equal, support support for apartheid regimes, and, and much more. We've reached uh, a breaking point here in this country um, the last last week and a half um, following the, just the murder of, of too many young black and brown people at the hands of law enforcement in, in the United States. Uh, most recently, uh, the brutal murder of, of George Floyd, uh, who is suffocated to death by an officer who knelt down on his neck and kept digging in and digging in as George called out that he couldn't breathe, crying for help, crying for his mother, dying a, a torturous death as other officers stood by watching and doing nothing to stop it. Uh, this just follows um, the, the brutal hunting down of the man while jogging in, in Georgia. And you just hear case after case after case. I've heard um, probably 12 different um, articles this, this, this week of, of incidents of, of police brutality towards black and brown people from, uh, from around the country. And it's, it's a problem that is per, pervasive. Um, and we all have, have a duty to challenge it. And tonight I'm going to talk a little bit about, about our obligation um, for all people of all colors uh, to stand up and challenge racism in every aspect of our lives. I was really inspired um, this last week by a column on which I'll share on the feed here written by my friend uh, Lynn County, uh, Super County Supervisor Stacy Walker. And he put out um, something that really resonated for me. Uh, something he really res resonated with me was his call of where are the freedom fighters of today? Where are the, the you know, the white allies that are going to stand up for black and brown people as they're subjected to such brutal racism and, and violence in this country? I think this past week, and we're starting to see a reemergence of some of those freedom fighters, and we, we must continue to see that. There are demonstrations happening all over the country, uh, happening tonight, happening yesterday, happening tomorrow, um, in response to this brutal murder of George Floyd and the, the murder of other black and brown people at the hands of law enforcement and of racist elements in this country. And it's... You know, we're seeing those demonstrations go in a lot of different a lot of different ways. Um, there's some that remains largely peaceful. There's a beautiful march here in Waterloo a Friday night. 
and we're seeing some of them are, are erupting in, into chaos and violence. Um, there's a lot of different reports about who the violence is actually coming from. And so there's a lot of different dynamics to really pay attention here. But the most important thing at the end of this is that all people have a duty to challenge racism, no matter what. And whatever looting and all that, the stuff that might be happening right now, uh, doesn't compare to the injustices of that original sin of slavery in this United States that we have not yet paid for and not yet dealt with. And so a couple of things that I want to tell people is one, you've got, you've got to watch what your friends and family are saying in this moment, both in person and in line and, and what they're not saying as well. You can't, you can no longer um, ignore racist comments and just write it off as like, Oh, that's just how, that person is or that's the way this uncle uncle joy or john is or whatever you've, you've got to challenge racism whenever you hear it um parents have a moral obligation to raise children who are not racist and to talk about these issues with your children and educate them about what's going on there is a plethora of resources out there um, to help you with this from from books to activities to to everything we've got to actively work to get black and brown people into positions of power and leadership, whether it's elected officials, whether it's positions in government or nonprofit organizations or businesses, uh, young black and brown children must see people like themselves in, in, in positions of leadership to have something to hope for. And, and the, the underrepresentation of, of minorities and oppressed people in this country is is appalling, especially in 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 elected government. We also on the local level something here we can do in Iowa is support local ban the box laws. Uh, this is a way of going chipping away at some of that institutional racism that we've had for centuries here in this country, uh, and that is just to give people a fair chance at at employment and a fair chance at a job. And thanks to the work of the Waterloo City Council and their successful um, passing of the Ban the Box Ordinance and successfully defending that in court, uh, this is something that local governments can do now all across the country. And we're going to attempt to do it here in Blackhawk County, but that's only going to apply to the unincorporated area. So we need it done in Cedar Falls and Hudson and Evansdale and Elkhorn, Laporte and Gilberville and communities all across the state. And so that's something we have the power to do here in Iowa, something we can act on at the local level. We've also got to demand independent local accountability exam of every use of force incident um, by a law enforcement entity. In Waterloo, covering the Waterloo Police, that's done by the Human Rights Commission. But every budget uh, hearing, every time that it comes up for the budget, uh, the Human Rights Commission is always feeling the squeeze. Uh, and they simply just don't have the resources to do all the oversight that, that we need to, to have done. And that oversight just isn't happening in other communities um, across the state. And it just cannot be that way. We all upon every citizen has to be a watch guard and, and bear witness. If you see um, an interaction with law enforcement and a person of color, it's okay to watch. It's okay to get your camera out and film. Hopefully, it's going to be a non-incident and and what you're doing won't be necessary but we need eyes and ears on everything and and law enforcement 
are servants of the public. So they're servants of they're supposed to be servants of you and, and of everybody. And so it's your right to watch what's going on. Also, we need to get away from this rush that people have of calling the cops for every little problem they have. You know, think twice before you're going to call the, the cops on somebody because they've got loud music or because you think that they just look suspicious. Uh, those aren't reasons to call the police. Um, if the music's too loud, try to talk to them yourselves. Uh, the, we, we are all humans. We need to uh, do a better job of getting along. If somebody looks suspicious, um, that's not a reason to call the police. That's really more a reason for you to think to yourself, of why does this person look suspicious to me? And maybe, maybe question what your motives are. Uh, because you just don't know what that interaction is going to go with. And so, or how that interaction is going to go uh, when you're calling on law enforcement to interact with somebody of color. And so, uh, don't be calling the police for things that you really don't need to. Um, you should really only call the police if there is uh, an actual violent crime happening. And, that, and that's, that's about it, folks. And so, we have this really challenging moment in this country, but it's not some new moment. Uh, this is something that the black and brown people have been facing uh, since the start of this country. Like I said, racism is our original sin that, that we've never paid for and never dealt with. And, but now um, it, it feels like we've reached this um, critical breaking point, as we so often do throughout history, uh, whether it was the funeral of, of Emmett Till or whether it was the Stonewall riots. Um, there come points in our history uh, where people have had enough. And this finally feels like one of those moments that we need to get, not let the pressure down. We've got to demand um, change in laws, uh, the breaking down of racist institutions, uh, the ending of mass incarceration in this country, uh, the ending of the over-policing of black and brown neighborhoods and communities. It is such a moral um, outrage in this country uh, that we lock so many people up and that we so heavily police neighborhoods and, and it's just not where our priorities should be. Our priorities should be, you know, education and, and recreation and livable jobs and healthcare and livable wages for people. Uh, instead it's, you know, so many of our resources go into the over policing, uh, and, um, the mass incarceration in, in this country. But it's important that we don't turn a blind eye. You know, um, these things happen so often and it's really easy to get um, outrage fatigue. Uh, but you've got to stay outraged because these are people's lives. Whether it's Terrence Crutcher or Philandro Castile or Samuel Du Bois or Sandra Bland or Freddie Gray or Walter Scott or Laquan McDonald or Tamir Rice, Michael Brown or Eric Gardner, these are all people, these are all lives, these are all lives lost. And for every one of those names, I said there are so many more whose names we'll never know. People that face uh, discrimination and, and um, heroism from, from law enforcement, um, both big and small incidents, whether they lose their life or just some of their dignity. Uh, we've got to put a stop to this. There has to be zero tolerance for anybody with with um, 
these types of views to be allowed in, in law enforcement. And there has to be strict punishment for anybody that allows the stuff to happen, that doesn't intervene. And so they, they need to be held just as accountable uh, as the person that, that knelt down on the neck of George Floyd. The people that there did nothing, who swear a duty to serve and protect us, bailed us. And it's happening too much. And I'll just leave you with, we've got to listen to our, our black and brown siblings, our brothers and sisters, about what they need from, from their white allies. And so when they say it's time they need us in the front lines, then we go to the front lines. When they need us to lift them up, then it's our job to lift them up. And so we can't pretend that we have have all the answers or that we even understand what it is like to um, live every day and have the color of your skin be one of the things that that holds you back in life because of the institutionalized um, racism that is so strong and so heavy in this country. And so I do want to let people know, I said there is a, a really wonderful demonstration here in Waterloo on this past, past Friday. I just found out there is a candlelight vigil tomorrow evening at 7 p.m. in Lincoln Park. Um, it's uh, I Can't Breathe candlelight vigil. Again, that's 7 p.m. Central Time in Lincoln Park in Waterloo. So I hope to see a lot of people out there tomorrow. Um, we've got to just keep up at it. Keep out in the streets, keep in the voting booths, keep pressuring politicians and elected officials about where they stand and what they're going to do. And so I thank you all for joining me tonight. I thank all the people that are speaking out all across this country. Um, keep at it. We've got a long road ahead of us. Thank you all. Thank you for listening to Americans for Democratic Actions, Lighting the Darkness podcast. You can find us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Radio Public, and this is being recorded on Anchor. Hope you'll tune in or download and subscribe. You can also find information about ADA online at adaction.org.